Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. This segment is brought to you by Jigmaster Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com and use promo code PNF20 and save 20% off your next jig order today. What's going on, everybody? Jay, Brad, Brad. gentlemen, how are Brian, we? Brian, Jay, <laughs> Brad, <laughs> Brian, Jay. Gotta, Wait. I, yeah, you're Jay. You're Jay. I, you forgot to, I keep, we forgot to put your name tag on you tonight. It's weird because I keep I just keep thinking that thing with the antlers is me. So yeah, last <laughs> week this was you. We introduced you as Jay. I, I did see that. I did see that. <laughs> you had an excellent episode. It was amazing. <laughs> you had a lot of input last week, Jay. I'm just saying. Yeah, probably more than usual. <laughs> Good, Jay. Good, Jay. Good, Jay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we got a great show lined up this evening. Uh, we got Ben Stern from Tacticam. If you guys haven't heard of Tacticam, it's an action sports camera believe i'm saying that correctly um we're going to chat with him this evening uh drill him with all kinds of questions if you all could go in that lower left hand corner and share this up if you're watching live on facebook or youtube just click that share button share it up let's get some folks in here if you guys have any questions or comments uh throughout the broadcast feel free to type them in and uh we'll get those questions answered uh let's get our man ben in here Ben. How's it going, guys? Welcome, brother. What's up? Mr. Ben. How you doing tonight, man? 
Well, you know, it's uh, been a rough one sitting down here in the in the basement, you know, <laughs> trying to trying to wait out the COVID thing. Not really. I've been everywhere. I go to work every day, you know. I hear you, man. Keeping it real. Keeping it real. <laughs> Being cautious, but keeping it real. I hear you, brother. Well, we'd like to thank you for uh, taking the time out this evening and uh, joining us, man, and uh, uh, educating some folks on the, the wonderful Tacticam, man. So um, we always like to get a background from uh, all these companies, you know, as we bring them on and chat with them. And um, so maybe you could give us a little background on like how Tacticam started, where they're based out of and all that good stuff. Sure. So. I guess I'll try to keep this uh, short and sweet, but uh, I guess it started six years ago or so. And I mean, you could even go back seven years, to be honest with you, because, you know, it, it wasn't a planned thing. It's not like you sit down at a table and say, we're going to start a company and it's going to be called Tacticam. And, you know, we're going to just build stuff and grow and it's going to be fun and people are going to like it, and, you know. We're going to make some money. No, that's not how it starts. It, it truly started with an idea of actually it's not even an idea. It was, it was truly, I was out hunting, right? Uh, white tails in Wisconsin. Uh, my grandpa's farm loves hunting, right? He, you know, big influence in my life. And he was getting to the age where he just couldn't get out there anymore. He couldn't, you know, go out and, uh, and experience this stuff. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to start filming this. And just a little bit of my background, I went to school for way too long and, uh, studied photography, studied, studied videography and, you know, just, uh, had a really good background in that. Right. So I thought this is going to be easy. And all of a sudden I realized it's not easy. And there was a lot of issues with, you know, trying to do this. So that's when I started building this camera. First, it was a lens. Uh, then it was, you know, how do I make the board smaller? How do I make it easier to use? How do I program it? And a lot of this stuff, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't, I didn't know how to do it, you know, but I just started talking to people and meeting people and, and getting information and like figuring it out. And uh, there you go. The next thing I knew, I was filming my hunts doing it easily, you know, mounted onto my bow in the stabilizer and showing videos to people. And, and a guy goes, why don't you sell those? I've been looking for something like that. You know, then the next guy says, why don't you sell those? I've been looking for something like that. And it's like, well, how much money do you need to build them? And I'm like, well, I don't know, probably like this. And that's how it got started. You hmm. know, it was like, you know, okay, bam. Now all of a sudden we're building a product. Well, it's like, what are you going to call it? driving around in my Chevy Cavalier in, in, you know, Trempolo County, Wisconsin, you know, with my good buddy, uh, you know, talking about, you know, what would you call this camera? You know, like, what should it be called? And it was like tact, uh, you know, tactical, whatever. And it was like Tacticam. It was like, it just happened, you know? So that's how Tacticam got started. And to be honest, it was very, very small at the beginning, like just like any company. Um, and we focused on bow hunting. That was the, the very first thing. And then from bow hunting, we went into gun hunting and, you know, we kept growing and eventually we got into like the FTS film through scope. And then all of a sudden we're like, you know what, there's other things we can do. Like we all enjoy fishing, for example, 
It's like, we love fishing, but yet it was just like, you know, have, has anybody really focused on fishing period? Like not, let's not take a tacticam like 5.0, for example, how do you take the, all the technology, all the things that we got really good at throughout the entire process? And how do you specifically build a camera that just does one thing really, really well? And, and that's what we started to think about. And that's where the fisheye came in. So, nice. yeah. And it, and it, I mean, I know we're going to get way into what the fisheye does, uh, but to keep that whole story as short as possible. And if you want to know more, I'm, I can gladly talk about it, but you know, for example, you know, I had a, a, a guy that helped me got, get started. Right. Well, then that guy wants to move along. So then, you know, you have to get other people involved. And I was very, very fortunate. I'm sure you guys have heard of the name Jeff Peel. Uh, Jeff Peel is like the guy that bailed me out of basically what would be bankruptcy because, you know, even though we're growing at the beginning, there's still a ton of struggles. And he, he said, this camera's awesome. Like, this is really cool. Him and his wife, Tara you know, I, I was already doing things with them and they're like, let's, we got to, we want to get involved and, you know, got rid of my first partner. And now it's, uh, it's them. And, and we have another guy, Ben Thorud, who's involved very heavily, you know, we're all business partners now. And, and I, I mean, we're well over, I mean, we're pushing 30 employees right now, which nice. is crazy to think wow. because I'm doing this interview in my basement, right? Yeah. <laughs> It's, and it's truly like this basement used to put cameras together, you know, and used to build cameras and we would have camera building parties, like where we would just get a, you know, a 12 pack of Pepsi or whatever your favorite <laughs> beverage is and order up some pizzas. And we would, I mean, my neighbors, my neighbors would come over. I mean, most of my neighbors have moved away now. Because they're like, we gotta get out of here. We've got a part-time job, you know. Just joking, yeah. but you know, <laughs> I mean, everybody. It was it's it's truly like a community, right? Like everybody got involved, and it was just everybody had the same passion that I did. It was like, you know, this is really cool, and we want to see this work. So we literally we would build cameras in my basement in my garage. Then we got too big for my basement and we had to go to Jeff's garage and my garage. And, you know, we, literally we just kept growing to the point where it's like, you know what, we really need to get a place. And we rented a place in uh, Caledonia, Minnesota, which is where oh, we're nice. located now. Yeah. So we, uh, we rented, uh, you know, a small little room basically, but it was bigger, bigger than our garages. And it put us in one spot. So we actually had a garage attached to it because it was kind of like a house we rented. And, uh, and Jeff moved from uh, Chicago area. He was just north of Chicago, moved from there down to Decorah, Iowa. I live in Holman, Wisconsin. Ben Thorud lives in Holman, Wisconsin. So Caledonia was smack dab in the middle. So there you go. That's how we got to Caledonia. And then all of a sudden it was like a year later and we're like, geez, we're really outgrowing this little apartment with a garage. You know, it's time to get something a little bit bigger. And we uh, ended up buying like an old quick trip building, which if you don't know what quick trip is for any of the listeners, it's a, 
it would be like a gas station, right? So we bought this old, not old, it was actually really nice, this gas station with all the gas stuff removed. It was literally just a gutted building. Bought that, fixed it up into some offices, and then built like a, a pretty good sized pole barn type style building onto that. And that's what we were doing all of our manufacturing in, our assembling in, and then we would have our offices connected and our customer service and our shipping. And that was all in one space. And then it was, you know, like two years later, or a year and a half later, we're like, man, we're starting to outgrow this. Yeah. You know, so, <laughs> so you kind of see the progression there. It was just like, it's a lot of passion, you know, just a lot of passion, a lot of people involved. It's not, it's truly not me. Like this is, this is just something that, you know, somebody, uh, there's always got to be someone with an idea and someone that, that moves the idea along. Sure. But very, very early on, there was a lot of people that got involved that, that kept that idea moving, if that makes sense. So very it's, cool. it's just been, yeah, it's just been, I mean, I, I could talk for an entire hour about all the people that have been along this ride including you guys right you know like it's just a it's a tremendous thing and i'm very very honored to be a part of it yeah man well that's super cool man it's interesting i didn't know the whole backstory so um it's cool i love those uh you know stories starting out in the basement or the garage and then progressively growing and growing and growing no matter what the business is um it's it's just super cool to see that um come to fruition you know and come full circle for you man that's super awesome yeah for sure yeah thanks with threats to our nation waiting around every corner adaptability is more important than ever when conditions change without notice quick strategic thinking is crucial and with obstacles consistently impending determination is essential in overcoming them it's this willingness decisiveness and resilience that sets marines apart with our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Very cool, man. Well, let's uh, let's jump into the cameras a little bit. Um, I, got, I, got, I got a little screen share action going on here. <clears throat> got the cameras up on the screen. I mean, which one do you want to start with? What, what was like the, the first camera that you guys came out with? So the first camera is not up there because we we retired it. But okay, the the solo hunter, that's that's uh, that camera is very very closely connected with the very first camera because the very first camera was one button, and it's how easy can you build a camera? Like sure, I had a I had a giant buck standing in front of me that was probably the biggest buck I've ever seen, and I don't know if it's the biggest buck because I didn't shoot it or I missed it. Or if I would have shot it and it would have had ground sh shrinkage, it would have been like a four pointer. I'm not sure because I tried to film it and I wanted to show my grandpa this buck because he told me, he goes, you go over top of this ridge, go down the other side, find a spot. He's like, there's a giant buck living over there. You know, so that's what I did. And I was trying to film it. I, it, I, I scared the deer away and I'm telling you, it was ginormous. It was the biggest <laughs> buck I've ever seen in my life. And that was that was when I sat there and I thought about how how should you do this? Like if you want to hunt, like how do you pull a bow back? How do you stay still? How do you not move? 
And I'm like, you got to mount it to the bow. Where's the best spot? Well, I'm like, what if you put it in a stabilizer? What if it was one button, you know, where you just push a button, right? And it just turns on and it records and it does exposure. It does all everything automatically and it's already zoomed and it's pointing exactly where you're aiming your bow. So that's what the solo hunter is. The solo hunter is the, it's truly like just the easiest, the first thing that you would, you know, if you're going to be hunting, that's the camera you want, right? Nice. Then you jump over to, let's, let's skip the fisheye right now because <clears throat> the fisheye came from all of these other cameras. Okay. So the, the 5.0 is, is the, like the top of the line, like hunting camera, 4k, it's got multi-zoom. So you, you know, if you're hunting something like in a food plot and you know that it's going to be 20 yards, then you might be on just standard. But if you're, you know, maybe gun hunting and you got, you know, something that you're going to be shooting a little further away, then you put it on the zoom mode and that's the 5.0. And we took it a little step further because there's more than one button. So you have your main button. It's the power button turns on, it records, it does everything just like the solo would other than when you pause the camera. So after you've already started recording, you're like, okay, you know what? I want to change some settings for the situation. Pause it, hit the mode button. And you got three different options. So you got zoom, you got normal, like without, it's already zoomed, but not as much. And then you got like a slow motion feature. So you can do some cool things with it and it's fully customizable. So you could set it up however you want for each mode, but it makes it really, really easily to, you know, be in different tree stands or different situations and just real quickly change through the modes, uh, to be filming the way that you want to mainly the zoom and other things typically, but it's, it's very customizable and, and really easy to use. And then you got the 5.0 wide. The 5.0 wide was what started the fisheye <clears throat> 5.0 wide is exactly the same as the 5.0 other than the lens. Right? So we went okay. with a really nice wide, clear, sharp lens and we were doing all sorts of stuff with it, you know, putting on race cars, side-by-sides, you know, uh, boating, kayaking, like you name it. And every summer, guess what we're doing? We're fishing and we're out there filming our fishing. And it's like, we're like, man, I'm running out of batteries or like this stinks. I missed it. Cause I, I caught the fish and then I'm like turning the camera on and I'm like, I realized I already caught the fish. So now I'm setting the hook again. And then I lost the fish because I was goofing around, you know, so it's like, okay, you know, we, we're sitting around the table and we're like, you know, let's take a risk. You know, we all love to fish. Like, yeah, we hunt a lot. We hunt all the time as much as we can, sure. but we fish a lot too, you know, and it's, it's like, what are the things that you just don't like about our camera? And it's truly, what do we not like about our camera? that we would build into a camera for fishing, you know? So that's where loop record came in, you know, and I'm sure people have heard of loop record or, you know, something like that. We did it different. So we made it so you could customize how much you want to save. And then we turned it into a back saving feature. So you turn it on, you let it record and you catch a fish. And instead of trying to hit a button, you just catch the fish and do your thing. And then when you're done, you push the button and it just back saves 
everything that happened and it marks the video. So it makes it really, really easy, you know, for you to go back through the hours of video and get those, those moments, the ones that really matter. So that was the first concept, right? For the fisheye was, you know, how do we, how do we make it record the things we want? And that's, that's what we came up with. And I truly think it, it's amazing. Uh, it's a really awesome feature. If anybody has tried it, it, you know, I'm sure they'll speak highly about it, but you know, so we've got that. Then you also have your standard video recording because obviously if you have a video camera, it's like, well, I don't want to do that. I just want to record right now. So same as like the 5.0, pause it, turn it into standard video. Now you just can do interviews or you can record stuff, whatever you want. It doesn't matter. <clears throat> You know, so you get the idea the the, the fisheye came from all of these other cameras um, and it allowed us, you know, to kind of build something very specific for fishing um, that I think works. And by the way, the third mode, because we have three modes on all our cameras other than the solo is time-lapse. I love doing oh, time-lapse nice. when I'm fishing. You know, I don't know if anybody else is weird like me, but throw it on time-lapse, set it on the boat and just float around, you know? And when I'm, when I'm done, I've got like a 20 or 30 second video of like the clouds flying by and just like, it's just such a cool thing, you know, to, to have, I think that just kind of tells the story of the day or you're out there relaxing, getting away from the world, whatever it is, or maybe you're just going, they're just crushing bass or maybe it's pike or walleye, whatever it is it allows you to kind of get that whole thing and kind of collapse it into a, a video that let's just be honest, most people would actually watch, right? Yeah. They don't. <laughs> so, so that's what the third mode does. That's I cool. That. I have about a 30 second attention span. Like Instagram is perfect for me. <laughs> Squirrel. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so how are the cameras powered? So for the um, all of the cameras run off a lithium ion battery, okay. uh, typically two hours to two and a half. Uh, the fisheye does a little bit better because we we use some super high end processors that are very efficient. Battery life is one of the most important things for fishing, in my opinion, because you have heat. You have a long time, typically, like if you're hunting, it happens fast. Like you just want to push a button, turn it on and you're recording for a minute. If that, and you're done typically fishing, you're recording for a very long time. And you also don't really know when that's going to happen. So you get heating issues, you get battery issues, you get a ton of things. And I'm sure if anybody's tried to film fishing in the, in the summer, they realize, you know, a lot of cameras overheat. They, power down uh the batteries explode sometimes they start on fire so we had we went with very efficient processors that run extremely cool and they also use very minimal battery power in order to do it which is why we went with certain you know resolutions and certain things to make this camera as efficient as possible um, on top of that we also have a back plug. I don't, I can't believe I don't have one here with me. 
And, <laughs> but <laughs> there's a, a back plug that plugs into the back of the fisheye and it allows you to direct power the camera right off of like a, a fishing, uh, you know, a power pole or a, you, you know, basically, USB you know, port. In, yeah, a USB port, 12 volt, basically. Uh, and then, I mean, at that point, you're just running the camera the entire time, nonstop. So, you know, it, okay. So I always blow my mind every time I talk about this, but here's the crazy thing. We have this other thing called a remote, which most people are like, yeah, so what? I run my TV on a remote, you know, like, don't blow my mind with this. This is not cool. Like lame. Right. But we, we worked on a technology that is, it doesn't use like Wi-Fi. You know how you connect with a camera and it uses Wi-Fi. And next thing you know, 10 <clears> seconds, <throat> I mean, minutes <laughs> went by and you're like, why is my camera dead? You know, it just sucks all the juice. Well, yeah. th thinking about, you know, other uses of remotes, like how do these other remotes work? So we built the same technology sort of, but we changed it quite a bit. We used FM right? Like a radio. Mm -hmm. And we can ping our cameras with base. I'm just going to call them stations. Maybe I'm getting way too technical for everybody, but Hey, it's fun. So we, we basically can ping our cameras. So if you have five cameras on your boat, guess what? You got one button hanging around your neck, just like the solo Wi-Fi, right? One button. I push the one button or maybe it's on my fishing rod, wherever I got it. And all of the cameras sync. And it doesn't matter if they're running like normal or if they're running off the remote, because guess what? They run the same. All they do is they just do their thing. And all of a sudden it's like, Oh, that's my radio station. I love 95, seven, whatever it is. <laughs> and it's like, that's my station. Bam. And I just recorded that or I did whatever I was supposed to. And they all do it at the same time. So now you can, you can run, you know, five cameras, to be honest with you, you can do a lot more than five. We advertise five, mainly because we got to have something to do better marketing later on. So, you know, <laughs> like, so I'm telling you, if you want to do 10, you can do 10, right? That's crazy. So the, the secret's out, right? If you want to run 10 cameras, run 10 cameras. And then when everybody's like, whoa, they can do 10 cameras, you'd be like, yeah, I was doing that a year ago, you know, <laughs> but uh it's like no room, no room for your rods, man. It's like yeah, exactly. Right, back into stuff. Yeah. <laughs> we but, uh, uh, we got a question real quick for you, Ben. Uh, sure. Daryl's asking. He says, "Is it possible to get a replacement cap for the remote? I lost mine today through the scupper hole in the river." <laughs> uh, the answer is yes. It's actually the same back cap as a normal camera. So um, I would get like a. Uh, just you know get a, a, a like a tacticam normal tacticam back cap it'd be black as opposed to the green one like the fisheye um and that will fit right on that remote so boom there you go daryl easy easy question come on keep them coming that one was too easy i'm just kidding daryl that's a good question the question is did you catch anything right yeah that is the question daryl come on man post pics yeah. in the chat there buddy <laughs> we're all freezing yeah. up here and daryl's out you know catching 10 pounders in the river i'm jealous i'm I'm, I'm looking forward to ice fishing i i i love ice fishing for some reason i don't know why but i just can't get enough of it 
Well, that's because so. you're on the backwaters of the Mississippi. How can yeah, you that's not true. that perch? I mean, those jumbo yeah. perch out there. Yeah, they're. I mean, it's just so fun. I don't care if I'm catching like, like inch and a half sunfish. You know, like like the the smallest sunfish in the world. It's just fun. I love it. Like getting out there on the ice, and uh, you know, sitting in a little shack most of the times because I don't know why. I just it's fun. I don't know. I love it. Sitting with your time. favorite beverage, maybe. Yeah, usually uh, Dr. Dr. Pepper. Sure. You know, you know like McGillicuddy's, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, just, uh, I, so, so crazy. I know it's not a crazy story, but I have this thing called, I call it the Tactashack, right? Obviously, Tacticam, it's the Tactashack. It started as an ice fishing shanty, right? So built this for ice fishing. And we used it for probably three or four years and it just kept evolving. Like it just kept morphing. You know, I mean, you guys have seen some crazy ice shanties. Oh yeah. This thing had, uh, you know, like secret trap doors that go on the window that when you look at it, it looks like someone's looking out the window, but there was a peephole there. Just like, just weird stuff. Like it was, it was fun. But anyway, we took that way too far. Then it got converted over into a deer shack one year because it was super cold. And it was like, all right, we're, we're going to take the ice shanty and set it up on some stilts. Then we realized how much work it was and we just left it there. So, <laughs> and, and now the tech to shack's got like, like sensors. It tells you where the deer are coming from. I know you guys are gonna be like, that's not hunting. Truly it, it is maybe, I don't know. We just <laughs> sit in it for fun. Like it's truly just fun. We sit in there. And watch the deer, double pane glass, you know, have a Pepsi. And all of a sudden, a light goes off on your left. And you're like, oh, there's a light. And you look out the window, you're like, there's a deer. You know, it's just fun. I bring people in there and just hang out. It's so, I don't know. For me, like fishing, you know, fishing for me is like spending time with friends, relaxing, hanging out. You're having a good time. And yeah, maybe you catch some fish and you can flay them up and, and have a, have a good meal. Like deer hunting is sort of the same. Like I love just hanging out with friends, um, you know, relaxing, you know, if, if you get a deer, great, but guess what? If you get a deer, every time you go out, <laughs> there's no deer left at yeah. the time, you know? So, you know, like for me, I love having people come up, hang out with me during deer hunting. And we just go sit in in the shack every once in a while. And if you're really serious, go sit in a tree or, or go sit in a different shack if you don't want to be sitting with me. Because I'm probably not going to shoot a deer. <laughs> just going to be honest with you. <laughs> so, so I think I got it. So you sit in a tree stand for about two hours. Then you get cold and you're hungry. So you go to the, the tactic shack and you grab a... I don't know, maybe some a shot of fireball and a, and a cup of chili, and you just never leave. Is that kind of how it works, dude? I think he's cooking. Yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, we, we cook. You know, we'll cook uh, eggs and stuff. I mean, it's like a little little mini house. I mean, you got to remember, it started as an ice shanty, and you know what kind of stuff goes on in ice shanties. So <laughs> That's I got a feeling. A lot of guys are going to be interested in ice fishing after hearing this episode. <laughs> oh, for sure. But I mean, it's an ice shanty up on stilts. Like it even has a bathroom still, except for instead of peeing through the hole into the, you know, like you normally would on the ice, we've got it piped down and then buried into the ground 
So we've got a sewer system, you know, plumbed into it. It's uh, it's pretty cool. These uh, these Wisconsin folks, man, in their deer blinds. I tell you, uh, yeah. he's, he's got like the deuce box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's here's a here's a really funny part. So, I uh, I was trying to get a TV mount in there so we could watch some sports, right? Because I got solar panels in there and batteries, you know, so we can charge laptops. Half the time we got meetings out there, right? You know, it's like, oh, you know, we're working on new projects. Like, let's go to the tech shack. You know, where else would you want to go to work on a project where you're just sitting there surrounded by nature and you got deer walking by and turkeys and all this stuff. Anyway. Uh, Hold on. Surrounded know, so by it, nature, surrounded by nature with LED lights, solar panels, a bathroom, sensor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So obviously it's way over the top. Like I said, it's the Tactashack, but the whole point is maybe, maybe it's not really to, to go hunting. Right. It's, it's to be inspired. Right. It's like, what crazy things can you come up with? Like, and then not only is it just totally crazy off the wall, but let's try it. (laughs) Yeah. Let's just try it and see what happens. You know, it's like, yeah, nobody's probably going to want sensors that tell you if a deer's coming from behind you, but it is kind of cool, you know, and it's <laughs> not like we're ever going to sell them. Yeah. So, I like, mean, so that, this year, that would be good for Jay. He tends to uh, snooze a little bit when he's in the shed. <laughs> right. Well, the, the, the lights, the lights that tell you where the deer are coming from do have an uh, audible click. So it can wake you up if you are have your eyes closed. There you go. Uh, I don't know if it'll yeah. work. <laughs> <laughs> you got, I, might, uh, I might need like light stimulation or maybe something that's like a slight nudge. I don't know. You know like a smack. Like it comes like a, just you. Squirt bottle. Like, oh, you know. <laughs> yeah. So uh, my just son's eight farther. years old. Yeah, my son's eight years old and he loves the tactic shack, right? Like it's the coolest thing in the world. So, you know, he started hunting a couple years ago and youth season. And then this year he, uh, he's like, I want to, I want to hunt in the tactic shack this year. And I'm like, all right, cool. You know, like sounds good. And he's like, but I want mom to sit with me. And I'm like, what? You know, so, <laughs> but, uh, I'm like, I don't get to sit in the tactic shack. Anyway, so uh, so they were out there sitting, and uh, Leo, Leo, he, you know, he was like, "Mom, I want you to shoot the first deer," you know, and she actually shot a really nice eight pointer this year, like out of the tactic shack. I'll be honest with you, we typically don't shoot a lot of deer out of the tactic shack. It's just kind of it's more for show than anything, you know. But anyway, that's cool, man. <laughs> Well, we yeah. got a question from uh, Jeremiah Adele. If I pronounce that wrong, I apologize, my friend. But uh, he's asking what kind of mounts are available for the cameras and why you're yeah, talking so, about I'll try to pull that up. Yeah, no problem. So the, the there's one major mount. It's called the universal mount. The universal mount will allow you to take any of the cameras, fisheye, you know, Tacticam, Solo, all of them. And it'll allow you to mount to every single GoPro mount in the world, right? And there was a reason we did that. Uh, I mean, if you were to think of a POV camera, what's the first name that, that comes to mind, right? It's probably not Tacticam. It's probably GoPro, to be honest with you. 
So, and they have so many mounts and a lot of us already have them. So that was the very first mount that we built um, to kind of get us into the, uh, you know, to a whole bunch of different spots. Now, I know that these other mounts aren't on here yet, but they're coming and they're probably coming within the next couple of weeks. Um, but before I get to those, like suspense, right? Tell us what they are. Um, so we've got FTS mount. That's a mount right to your scope. And the Tacticam would mount to the other side and it films through your scope while you're looking through your scope. So that's cool. Yeah, not to make it confusing, but you use your scope the way you normally would, but you're recording what you see. Nice. So, yeah, then you got the Picatinny rail. That would be for like your ARs or if you have, you know, like a crossbow, a lot of times they have Picatinny rails. It's a good one for that. Then all of a sudden we ran into, you know, a lot of these crossbows got so dang short. So that's where the under scope mount came in. Uh, this can mount directly underneath your scope, mounts to the rail, the camera gets kicked out to the side. Then you got your barrel mount, which is, you know, shotguns. You can mount it on top of a scope. You can mount it onto your stabilizer. You can mount it, you know, onto a fishing rod if you really wanted to, but I think there's better ways of doing it. Then you got your head mount, which I think works pretty well for fishing. We have a new mount coming out. It's a shoulder mount. Um, I'll skip those for right now. The shoulder mount, it's, it's really nice. We've been using it for the last probably year and we just, you know, we, we've really wanted to make sure if we did other mounts, like, is there a true reason for it other than just to have a mount, right? Sure. You know, you can jump on Amazon and buy stuff so inexpensive nowadays. The, the goal isn't to just go make stuff and brand it Tacticam. It's how do we truly make things that, that, that really work? Like it makes sense. And what we found was, yes, you can find shoulder mounts, but a lot of them weren't really that good. They were super flimsy. Um, <clears throat> you know, you, you just couldn't aim the camera where you wanted. So I don't have one of those here either. Sorry, <laughs> but it's, it's got like a plate, a really nice plate that goes right on your shoulder straps onto you. And then it's like, it's fully adjustable. So you can point the camera anywhere you want and really get it dialed in. And it's easy to cast. It's easy to move around. Or if you're rowing, paddling, anything, you know, it, uh, it's a really nice mount. So we did that. See that, that shoulder mount has me really interested for upland hunting. Yeah. That'd be bad. Yeah. Cause it's bad a really, I mean, I've, I've wanted to do a good shoulder mount for a while. Cause I think that point of view looking past a shotgun barrel and seeing the dog, if it has a wide enough lens and the bird fly, now we got something going. Oh, for sure. And that's where, that's where that wide originally came from was, was from the upland hunting and, you know, the pheasant hunting and all of that stuff. Duck hunt. I mean, it was just, how do you get a good video that tells the rest of the story? Because there's one thing to see birds flying and getting shot and falling out of the sky or whatever it is, but it's like, you're missing a part of the story. You know, you have to see the rest of it that really, you know, puts you there, you know, so that's where the wide came. And then obviously then the fisheye came. So like the fisheye and or the wide would be the perfect, you know, perfect cameras for doing something like that. Does the wide have the back record feature? I'm not sure exactly what you called it. 
<clears throat> it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. The fisheye is the only one that has that currently. Um, Cause when but, you're walking miles, yeah. I, I walked nine miles today, almost chasing grouse for not very many <laughs> flushes. Cause I was pretty much in Southern Wisconsin, but I don't right. want, I don't want six hours worth of footage of just walking through the woods. So I think that that fish eye, I think and, might be a great solution though, for upland hunting, especially with this new shoulder mount you're talking about. Oh, for sure. And I mean, that's actually one of the features that we would love to build into a future camera, you know, is for hunting, you know, because even let's just be honest, even though we came up with this stuff for fishing, then all of a sudden we're like, whoa, you know, like we need to build this into our current cameras because this works really good for this. Sure. You know, or whatever. And, you know, and eventually we will, uh, we've got, I mean, I'll just be honest with you guys. Like we're super busy. Like it's great. Like in a time, you know, like where we're living right now with all this crazy stuff going on, like, I'm glad that there's a lot of very passionate people that still want to spend time outdoors. Right. Yeah. And we've been very, very busy. We came out with the Tacticam reveal this year, which has been a hit. I mean, we can't even keep those things on the shelves. You know, hmm. it's just, it's just been crazy. So, uh, you know, between fisheye, between the Tacticams and we got, uh, the spotter LR, which is a product. I don't even know if we talked about, yeah, nope. there's the spotter LR as well that films through your spotting scope for long range shooting, which I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I love getting out on the range and just, you know, stacking bullets. This thing will <clears throat> pick up your trace. If you're shooting in the right conditions, it's so cool. And then watching the videos back, it's pretty awesome. And then the reveal, you know, for that scouting and hunting. Yeah, just totally awesome. But we have been working extremely hard on, coming up with the products that we have these ideas for and we're like hey we want to change the game here like yeah okay there's a lot of trail cameras out there right yeah, i'm not gonna sure. argue with you there's a ton of them what are the things we don't like about the trail cameras well we don't like the price so we tried to build this as cheap as possible well when you get cheap then you lose quality well guess what we don't want to lose quality so we we want to build the cheapest camera and we want to try to be the best camera available. I know that there's a lot of people that will say, well, Spartan's the best. You know, they're $500 or $400. Yeah, they're awesome camera. You know, but we're building a camera for $120. And I would argue that I'm, I'm very, very happy with what I'm getting. You know, and uh, that's our goal with, with that product, you know, is, is just building something that you know yeah it's it's just like a bunch of other stuff but we're building it the way that we would want it you know hmm. which is we want lower cost and we want better quality so that's sweet does that get a cellular connection too mm -hmm. it does yeah so you you would hook it up uh through our app it's the reveal app and it will work off of verizon or at&t you basically just select what service you would want. Doesn't matter if you have like a US cellular or a T Mobile on your mobile phone. It works off of its own data. So, and then just takes pictures and sends them to your phone, which I keep getting photos right now. And I keep glancing over and I want to look because it's addicting. <laughs> it you know, is. Like, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> like right right now, I don't know if you can see this, but that buck is just 
hanging out right there. That's okay. in uh, that's in Louisiana at a buddy of my. You know, I got a buddy down there, and he's there. They have baiting stations. So I just set up a bunch of cameras when I was there last and just left them there because it's so fun to watch. Like, look at that one. That that's thing's a, shooter. a stud. He's big. Yeah. That's a shooter. So, then, so you know, with, the, with the pictures, do you, can you set it to take like, you know, two right after one another or, you know, is there, you can. Is there any yeah, limitations and, you know, that you're only limited to two or? So you can only send one photo at a time, but you can, uh, you know, you can have it take like one, two, three, four, or five. And, mm -hmm. you know, like, just like any product, you build something and you're like, this is the coolest thing. Like, I love this. This is exactly how we want it. And then you're like, we did that wrong. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the one thing that we're going to change um, very, very quickly. But there's, there's a lot of things that have to happen in order to just like make a change. Right. But right now we send the second photo of a, of a, a like a burst if you have it set to a burst mm -hmm. so we send the second photo but we'll actually be changing that where you would be able to select you know like i want the first or the second or the third or just send me all of them right mm -hmm. that's really what we want but there was a lot of things that you know that why we went with it the way we did um a lot of it has to do with like security and cellular data and like restrictions but we're figuring out some ways around that, that, that will make that a lot better. But overall, I mean, you can get a picture every 30 seconds all the way up to a minute, sometimes a little longer, depending on your cellular connection, mm -hmm. or you could set it up to take photos pretty much as fast as you can <clears throat> and then batch process them up, you know, either 12 or 24 hours later. And, and so. you've got, do you have like a, a free plan? And then I know you guys have like a pay plan too, starting at five bucks. Yeah, unfortunately, we don't have a free plan. Um, and, you know, I know other people do. But to be honest with you, the reason we don't have a free plan is because that's the only place we make any money. You know, mm -hmm. like we we build these cameras and sell them. Basically, it's at cost. Like we don't make money on it, which is a really horrible business plan. But <laughs> when you believe in something, <laughs> you believe in something and you feel like, Hey, you know what? This is, we're going to do this. We believe in it. Yeah. We might go out of business. No, we're not going to trust me. We're, you know, people love it. And it's like, if you want $5 to use this, and if you don't want to pay the five bucks, you can use it for free. But we believe that you're going to like it so much that you're going to want to pay, pay that. And that's the only place we're ever going to make any money. You know, it's, but, but it's because we believe in the product. Yeah, and I think kinda, that's, a, that's a good thing, you know. Sure. Yeah, it, it's nice to have that cellular connection rather than, you know, having to go stomp through your hunting woods to swap out SD cards. You know, that was always a pain was, you know, oh, now I got to run over to, you know, where I'm hunting and mm -hmm. uh, run down, swap out cards, go back to the truck, you know either have a camera or go back home to look at it, review the photos. I mean, Brad knows how that goes. <laughs> oh, I do. You know? Yeah. Whereas I've I mean, seen Jay, I've seen Jay just like you're doing. I want to look at my phone because <laughs> I just got six trail cam pictures and yeah. I yeah. haven't seen any deer lately. So is there still deer? Or is it just coyotes yeah. or is it raccoons or whatever, you know? Every time exactly. I go to the woods, it's like Christmas morning. 
because yeah. you never know what yeah. you get on SD cards. <laughs> this is true. I wake up in the middle of the night and, uh, you know, I roll over and I pick up my phone and I start looking at the trail cam pictures that are going on right now. And, you know, it's, it's just like, it's truly addicting. I love it. And I'm pretty new as far as, you know, like cell cam user, right? Like I started using other brands, you know, maybe two years ago. And, but I've used cell, I mean, I've, I've used trail cameras since 35 millimeter. And I know that that's not as long as some people that were using like the little trip cameras and string, you know, like all that stuff, but I've been using them for quite a long time. And, uh, I don't know. We just, there was things that we just didn't like about it. Like it's different than a normal trail camera because normal trail cameras, they just take pictures and you just go grab your SD card and you're like, I got 3000 photos and mm-hmm. or you got 8,000, whatever it is. And you're just looking through them, you know, like cellular is different because you have to take a picture and send it, or you got to take a picture, store it. But at a certain point you have to send it. And when you're sending, you have to shut off the connection, you know, in order to process everything up. Right. So, you know, there's a little, it's just a little bit of a different thing. You're, you're getting photos like every, fastest i've seen them is like 25 seconds roughly so so we got another good question and i think uh what christopher is trying to say here is uh is there an app or something that could connect to the fish eye so you can see what is actually recording while you fish you can yes and uh very good question so we have the fish eye app uh which let me show you which is the little white one i don't know if that's gonna it won't show up very well there it is see the fish eye app yep mm-hmm. so the fish eye app is a pretty cool app not only does it allow you to uh you know preview where your camera's aimed and i will use it every time i set up cameras if i'm on a kayak or like jeremiah said i looked pretty he just texted me and uh <laughs> yeah, you know so like whenever I'm getting things set up on a kayak or a boat or whatever it is, I'll usually connect the cameras to the app and I'll get them framed up. I'll be able to see where they're pointed, making sure that if I'm standing up, I'm not, you know, cropping off my, my beautiful mug. Just kidding. You know, but I just, you know, you just want to make sure you get things framed up the way you want them. I mean, what's the point, right? Sure. Um, so I'll do that. And then you can also adjust all your settings of the camera, you know, make, you know, a whole, you can control the entire camera from the app. Then there's also some really cool things that the app can also do after you're done fishing. You can download the video footage to the app, right? You can uh, go through it and select the ones that you've tagged because of the backwards record. You can download those to your phone. Once you have them downloaded, you can then actually trim them up, make them shorter, uh, you know, combine a couple of videos together, export them, upload them to Facebook, you know, YouTube, wherever you want to do it. I mean, wherever you want to share it, um, which is pretty cool. I think it's, it started as a, uh, kind of like, what would I want to do other than just film, right? Like, how do we keep to continue to evolve this whole theory of if we're sharing our hunt? which is the trade, you know, like from way back when we started, like sharing your experience, whatever it is, we need to start to also make it easy to do that. 
and not a lot of people have video editing skills, right? Sure. Like sure. what's, what's final cut pro or what's premiere, yeah. you know, like what are all of these, you know, I don't want to spend $300 on an editing system. You know, are you crazy? So that's what people are thinking. I know they are. So it's like, how do we build that into our app and make it as easy as possible? You know, where it's not overcomplicated and we're, we still are working on it. I'm not going to say like, Oh my gosh, you got to try this out. This is the best thing ever, but you can do it. And I think it's pretty easy, but there's still things that I think we can do to make it even better, you know, and that's where we're, that's where we're putting a bunch of energy in right now. Well, I think that says something, you know, like uh, for, for you guys as a whole, as a company, you know, like, you know, it's not a hundred percent perfect, but you, you know, you're working on it. You're keeping it, keeping it going and, and progressing forward, you know, making it continually mm-hmm. better. Um, Chris asked, will the app work on windows 10 since it's compatible with Android? Um, you know, that's a good question. Cause I don't have a windows computer, so you should try that and send us a message. <laughs> you can download it. <laughs> you can You're actually guinea pig, right my friend. Yeah. I mean, it should work on any Android platform, uh, but I'll I'll just be honest. I have not tried that, so hmm. I typically I'm an I'm an I'm an iPhone guy. We do all our development on iPhone, but everything transfers over to Android, and we test it with, you know, Android phones, um, tablets as well. We also do you know like iPads, uh, but as far as the computers that run on the and I I guess I've I have not used that. I would assume it would work just fine. Very but cool. yeah. Well, uh, so with your camera, with the, the, the app on iFish, can you go live? Like say you're kept, like, say you're, say I'm trolling for salmon on Lake Michigan, which I'll admit I only do like once or twice every few years. But if I'm hooked right. up and I got a fish screaming, can I go live? You can't. No, okay. I know that's very disappointing, but. Uh, we explored that for a very long time. And when I say a very long time, it's, it was like three years. And finally we got, we, we got working by the way, like it's doable. You can do it, but here was the issue. And I'll just, I know this is on Facebook and now you're going to get flagged, but so I won't, I won't talk about it, but certain, certain private companies don't like things getting shot, for example, right? So, you know, we're Tacticam. We build a hunting camera. They mount to guns. It doesn't matter if you're fishing or not. It's still associated. So, unfortunately, we don't get to live stream. We we can make it live stream, and then about a couple weeks later, all of a sudden, it magically doesn't work anymore. Got it. You know, and then we got to make it work again. And then, oh, look at that. It doesn't work anymore. So, Understood. that's kind of what, yep, that's what happens. Gotta love politics. Yeah. You yeah. also said you also had to fight those those new platforms are starting to pop up a lot more. So I, I think, you know, with like Parlor and Rumble and all, they're very hunter friendly. I think, you know, th- those are gonna be the new uh, platforms that are gonna shine because everybody's getting yeah. tired of YouTube and everything anyway. So all the restrictions, you know, it's like people just want to show what they you know, I mean, what's wrong with hunting? I right. Mean, it's you know, it's been going on for eons. 
Yeah, and I I don't think it's so much the hunting that's the issue. I think it has a lot to do with just, you know, more guns and the violence that we've seen in the past. And, you know, I think that's probably more where it comes from. But it's still unfortunate. You can live stream a video game, though, because that's not violent. Nope. Nope. Or or a riot. You know, technically. Tactic camp, you order riots, dude. I'm sure that'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, no, I'm it's like just, just here we just go. For, no, yeah. like just for fun, you know, I'm gonna go uh, grand grand theft auto. You know, like yeah. you know, you can do all that stuff, right? But you can't go hunting and live stream it. Well, you can, but it's like you can do it from your phone, and I don't know what the difference is. I think it's truly because of you know, like the brand and the marketing and like you know, what we promote, I think it has more to do with that than anything. Well, uh, I know we're getting close here, man, but um, how about the, uh, I know you guys are coming out with some new lenses that retrofit on the cameras. Is that correct? Oh, are we talking about these? Yeah. <laughs> these was prepared. Man. How, how did I actually have these here? I mean, oh. Any, they're still in the wrapper. Look at this. They're all wrapped up real nice. I think I'm going to open these up. I like it. Oh, man. It's really sealed up really good. <laughs> well, you know, Tacticam does well with their packaging. Make sure you're This is actually the very first. This is the first uh, finished product. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's, oh, he's uh, got the Swiss army teeth out. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> I was struggling. I'm like, I'm just gonna do it. So this is uh I'm just this is a like the first time I've actually opened this up. I saved it for you guys. I appreciate but that. But it's gonna have an ultra wide and a mini zoom. So what's the difference? Well, one's ultra wide and one's a mini zoom. Real easy, right? It says it on the package. But what it does is it attaches to the front of the fisheye and you know, as we all know, you know, when you're fishing, sometimes there's just certain things. Like if you're in a kayak, you probably want an ultra wide. Now the lens that comes with the camera is pretty dang wide. It works really well. You can ask Jeremiah because I know he's watching. So Jeremiah, send a message in. Tell us how the camera works on a kayak because I know you use it all the time. So, and he's also used these lenses because he helped uh, do the testing. So it'll be fun to hear what he says. It's his new name, Guinea Pig. Yeah. So like I told you guys before the show started, Jeremiah and I uh, were on the track team together back at UW Lacrosse. So that's how I know him. And he's, he works for the city of lacrosse doing like, you know, like outdoor events and promos, but he's a really big fisherman, loves kayak fishing and a bunch of other stuff. He's really good. Whenever I want to catch fish, I usually go with him. Oh, look at that. There he goes. It works on a kayak, Ben. Thanks, Jeremiah. <laughs> All right, here we go. Check it out. Bam. Look at that. So that just slides over the front, or does it screw on? Or It, it, screws, it screws on. Yep. Screws on. So you basically take this lens, and you can see the threads. Oops. There's my camera. See the threads there? Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this this just screws right onto the front of the camera. And it changes the angle of the lens. So the way we built the 
camera, and we got patents on this, by the way. It was really cool. I don't know how we got them because I was like, interchangeable lenses, really? But we did. <laughs> um, <laughs> we built the lens for basically like an infinite focus, and it's easy with the wider angle lens because, as you know, you get a lot more depth of field. Uh, but when you attach this, it actually just we can truly like go even wider and keep our focus and or we can narrow that beam down for a zoom. So it works really, really smooth. It's pretty cool. And uh, yeah, there's a little, little diagram on the back. Nice. Kind of gives you an idea, but pretty so neat. What it, what's that kit going to run off in? Oh, geez. Don't ask me tough questions. All right. I just uh, know. I just know how to, I just know how to come up with cool ideas, you know, work with even smarter people to make sure things get built the way they're supposed to and work. And, uh, you know, I mean, I, I actually, it's not going to be expensive. I can't remember the exact price and I don't want to say it because I don't want to be wrong, but it's not going to be crazy. I mean, it's, we built them to be affordable, you know, like as, as something that people are like, you know what? I'll, I'm going to get those and use them, you know, so. Fish eye combo lens pack. It's on the website. It's thirty nine ninety nine. There you go. See, I didn't lie. That's not expensive, is it? It's no. pretty affordable. Not at all. And they're all. real glass. They're real glass. So if you can't tell, I'm like, I'm a total camera nerd. Like, I want real glass. I want high quality. That's the mini zoom. And then... Here's the wide angle. Don't worry about my fingers, but look at that wide angle. That's a nice, nice piece of glass. So if you were going to have it's, one it's, camera, I was going to have like me. I don't own I, I don't own a good action camera right now. I've never really got too much into the filming thing just yet, but there's an interest for me. So right? with the iFit Pro with that mini zoom, would that be sufficient enough for 20 yards with a bow? You know, it's it's going to work. It, and I'm, you know, it definitely is going to work. Um, there's a reason why, you know, we have that $199 price point, right? Because it's, I think it's affordable. Like if, if I want to get into this, I feel like, Hey, this is, this is, you know, I can do that. Um, the fisheye is absolutely better for fishing. I'm not going to lie sure. to you. But if you're a big fisherman and you also do some hunting and you just want to try it, the mini zoom is definitely going to help, right? But the solo, the solo Wi-Fi is going to be better at it, you know, right? If that if that makes sense. Oh, absolutely. But I mean, for me, deer hunting is a very small piece of what I do. Like I'm a big upland yep. hunter, and having that record back feature on that iFish yeah. actually seems more important to me. That feature is going to work excellent for upland hunting because it's just miles of miles of walked for what I do. For right, so even if I walk so, in on an excellent solid dog point, it's only a minute, maybe a minute a half of video I want to save at most. Right. So in your case, I would say I would buy a fisheye. I would I would buy the lens pack for sure. sure. You know because that's going to allow me to customize it a little bit because the fisheye it doesn't have like the the zoom capability as like a 5.0, for example, you know, it, it's truly because of the way that in order to build it for a certain price and make it so, you know, like, Hey, 
you know what, I want to try this, you know, and I want to use this and, and it truly really high quality. Like when you guys, do you have them yet? If you don't, you will, <laughs> but, or did I ruin the surprise? But no. and, anyway, anyway, it, they're, they're really high quality. Like, I don't know. Anyway, I'm rambling. But yes, I would buy a fisheye, I would buy the lens pack, and I would probably buy one or two extra batteries because then you could go hunting all day and in, you know, three hours in, it's like, oh man, I haven't shot nothing. Swap the battery out and keep going. And guess what? It's got SD card loop. So after you fill the SD card out, you don't even need to do anything. It's just going to write over all the bad videos that you don't even want. Sure. And then if you would have randomly shot something because i know that you you know you're gonna have that two minutes of fame right 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 and it happened and you push the button and it's gonna save it for you and then you decide to go hunting the rest of the day and tomorrow and you're like dang it i forgot to get that video off because you saved it it marked it and it's not gonna override it so it'll override all the other stuff and jump over that one and keep going nice so you got Leanne in the chat. She said, what is the secret discount code for tonight? Oh, geez. I wish I had one. Um, <laughs> I, I honestly don't have one. That's a good question. I wish I would have prepared for that. I mean, <laughs> I didn't bring anything other than the fish I lend. You I failed Leanne, Ben. You failed oh, Leanne. Geez. <laughs> I'll hear about the first time I'm out ice fishing with her too. She's gonna bring it up, guaranteed. <laughs> right? <laughs> no, See, look at a... that. I got another photo. I'm just I get every time. I'm just like, oh, Camera. what's that? It's like candy. But no, I mean obviously just to wrap it all up, and I know we went, you know, longer than the no, hour that you guys normally go, but it's okay. like super, super passionate. Every single one of us. I mean, all the way to our customer support, like, it's amazing. Like, it's truly amazing to see this company continue to grow and evolve because every single person is so much a part of it. Like, if you call and talk to anybody and ask them a question, not only do they use the products, but they're, you know, they're working a full day. And guess what they do when they're at home? They treat it like they're one of the owners. And they're still working on it. That's it's amazing awesome. to me. Yeah, it's truly amazing. Heck yeah, man. Uh, so, so if people want to find the Tacticam, man, where should they go? Uh, so to be able to buy this stuff, you mean? Yep. yep. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, Tacticam.com is a great place to start. Uh, we do offer quite a bit of things you know, off our website. Uh, but you can also go to retail stores. I mean, we have a retail locator uh, right on our website as well. So we we try to sell, you know, to as many retailers as possible. Um, but I mean, as far as the big ones, I have a like a Cabela's Bass Pro magazine sitting in front of me, and I was looking through it. And I'm like, oh, look at that, you know. But yeah, we're in there. We're in, you know. I guess quite a few places, but just call around is what I typically will say. And if, if you don't feel like calling around, go to our website, do the dealer locator or just order it off, you know, offline. But we always try to support our dealers because they're a huge part of it, you know, so. 
Leanne said, Emily and customer service was awesome with my reveal. Don't ever lose that local service. Oh, no. She's amazing. Like, I was actually going to say her name earlier, but then I didn't want to discriminate about because everybody is truly, you know, truly rock stars. But, yeah, she she is probably answering customer service right now. And, awesome. you know, she put a full day in today, and it's 9.07, and she's got a 15-year-old daughter, you know. And she just started hunting this year, went and bought camo, you know, you know, went bow hunting and, and she's never hunted before in her life and took the job because she's like, I need a job. (laughs) And all of a sudden she's like, this is amazing. Like, I love this and got passionate about it and truly can't get enough of not only helping people that are also passionate about like what they're doing with their products but then is also now getting involved in doing that. So pretty awesome. Very cool, brother. Well, we appreciate you taking the time tonight, my friend. And, uh, you know, if you guys uh, are interested, like you said, go to tacticam.com, check them out. Uh, We'll put some links up in our show posts for this. And, uh, Oh, we got one last question. Christopher Dotson asked, would it work for paintballing? Absolutely. You you do have to be a little cautious with the paintball coming at you. The <laughs> only thing I, I'm just going to be, you know, it's just honest, right? I've, we've seen a lot of paintball stuff. It's so cool. But I have seen some of the front lenses get broke out, you know, on occasion. So I'm sure just the only, the only, the only thing I've ever seen, but we can replace the front of the lenses. It's pretty easy. Like it's just, it's a cap that, you know, anyway, yeah, nice. it works really, really well. But with paintball, that's the only thing that I've ever seen happen as far as that goes, but awesome footage. Very cool. Very cool. Ben Stern, everybody. Thank you very much. And, uh, We'll catch you guys next week. Next week, right? The rest of the podcast is going on a break. Uh, We'll be live next week. We're going to talk to the guys at Galley's side and uh, continue our uh, hunting episode series. So be sure to tune in next week, Thursday, 8 p.m. Central. Till next time, tight lines, smooth paddling. Peace. Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode on Paddle in Finn. Don't forget to go check out our website at Paddle, the letter N, and Finn.com. Don't forget to check out the YouTube channel at Paddle and Finn. If you got a question, comment, want to hear from a future guest on a future episode, feel free to email us at Paddle, the letter N, and Finn at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Paddle and Finn on Facebook and Instagram. Shout out to our show supporters, Angler. The Angler button and app just makes for a better time on the water and creates a virtual logbook for every fishing outing out on the water. Shout out to Rocktown Adventures, located in northern Illinois, for all your kayaking, camping, and hiking needs. TRC Covers, protect your investment. Catch Products, shout out to Catch Products. Go to catchproducts.com and put the Paddle in Fin logo directly on your catch board. Shout out to Jigmasters Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com, use promo code PNF20, and save 20% 20% on all your jig and tackle needs.